Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of box menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy. I just want to start this episode by saying, I love you, Sam. That means nothing! (laughs) Oh, God! (laughs) I swear to God, that's going to be my response to most things that people... Most things that anyone says to me in the next year. It's like a fucking movie moment. I know we're going to get there, but it's a fucking movie. I know, well, at least it's good weather outside. That means nothing! (laughs) I just love it. <laughs> it's like it's like what a villain would say, like in a in like a, a Disney film or something. It's amazing. I know. Um, should we start off by rating this episode out of ten, as yes. we do? Yes, as, as we like to do. Um, as we and only yes, we. Yes, I'm because <laughs> we did make it up. I'm am going to give this episode a four. A four. Um, yes. Oh, wow. Uh, this is going to be two very different viewpoints. I'm giving it a nine out of ten. <laughs> oh, my days. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I mean, you, you know I always do kind of like Snatch Game. I always look forward to it all mm. season. And then uh, this mm. this has been a week of me looking forward to it. So it's come quite early. Um, a problem we've all had once or twice in the past. But, um, but yeah, I or thought... I, I don't usually come at all. <laughs> Not at your age. But, um, yeah, I just found it just so entertaining. I loved it. Uh, I I thought it was um, cheap. I thought it was a disgrace. I thought all my hopes that had been built up for such a long time were dashed. Uh, the wrong person went home, and it was an insult. I thought I just I just can't, I, and it wasn't funny. I'm just so appalled. I don't know what to say. I'm RuPaul'd. Um Well, a few. Um, I'm, I'm literally RuPaul'd. A few of our loyal listeners have already been in touch with me to express their outrage. So I actually think Sam, what you're saying is more the general consensus than what I'm saying. I don't I don't know why I really enjoyed this episode. This happened to me, was it the reunion that I really liked for some reason as well? Sometimes I just yeah. randomly enjoy a crap episode. But I just and, and sometimes you randomly hate a really good episode as well. Let's not forget that. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing we'll get to Snatch Game, but the thing I think I really liked is I really liked everyone's choices. Even though a lot of them didn't work, I just thought they were all people most people we knew or were just interesting choices and I thought the highs were good, the lows were good and it was just a bit of a roller coaster ride. Although it was a bit mm. annoying that I did have the winner spoilt. And those of you who have WoW Presents, I know you watch Drag Race Down Under on a Saturday, oh, right. <laughs> but most of us watch it on a Sunday so you have to be extra careful with your spoilers and keep them till after Sunday morning. Who ruined it for you? Name and shame. Name I don't remember who shame. it was. I was flicking through Instagram and you know when you see... Oh, so-and-so's gone home and you immediately flick off as if that's going to take it back. But um, I saw that Art had left yesterday, um, on Saturday, I mean. And um, it so obviously I knew, watching this episode, what was going to happen. Um, but, yeah, so that's a little warning to you all. Uh, not a threat. Maybe a threat. I don't know. I, I want to keep it vague. <laughs> it sounds, Come on, it vague. It sounds a little bit threatening. <laughs> it's a little bit menacing. Um, so should we get into this episode? Oh, should we just keep Let's rating it for it. an hour? Um, <laughs> oh, I do love an hour-long rate. Um, so Jojo Zaho is gone, and now Electra, who sent her home, feels like this is the start, which, um, as ever, it some, takes some of the drag queens a bit longer to catch up with. Episode one is the start of the series. Every time, every series, <laughs> episode one. But sometimes they, they run th- in numerical order. Sometimes yeah. it's like episode six. Like, well, now I just really feel like things are beginning. And it's like, well, pro- <laughs> probably that attitude would have been great from the beginning, but... Better late than never. Um, Art Simone thinks she should have won last week. And we both said that as well, didn't we? So, And I, complete, I completely agree. And um, I just think the looks that she's brought out, that's just th- well, it's three now in total. Well, no, four if you include Snatch Game. In fact, including the Snatch Game, all four looks have been incredible. Just, I mean, aesthetically. And that's why I get where you're coming from. Because I think she is on a different level from the other queens in terms mm. of what she's bringing. So it's very frustrating to see someone who's standing out go home. But also, we'll get to it, but I feel like her elimination kind of was quite fair given what happens in the episode. Um, yeah, I guess so. But she but she was she was my winner for the whole show. 
if I'd had to bet, I uh, based on last week, I think I might have bet, said the same thing, yeah. But, but yeah. I said about Joe Black, episode one, that I thought she was going to win. And then she, <laughs> she's gone before I'd finished the sentence. Uh, and then she went Maybe again. Maybe Black. <laughs> Once you go, Joe Black, you never go back. Um, we find out early on that Kylie, both Kylie and Danny Minogue in this episode. And... Can I share like, a theory wow. of mine? What a what a slap in the face that was! Wow, after, wow, um, wow, 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 wow! More like, go uh, on, share your theory. Well, I think. Well, first of all, you're referring to the fact that we thought they were going to be on the judging panel, which so yes, that was very disappointing. Um, so maybe actually, I should come down to an eight for that. So, my theory is um, that Kylie was invited onto Drag Race Down Under. And I bet that Danny Minogue, I think you can actually tell from this episode, Danny Minogue is the bigger fan. And because I bet Danny got Kylie into Drag Race and always talks about it. And Kylie just kind of is a passing fan. So when Kylie got invited, I think she felt bad and said, I'm only coming on if Danny can be on in the same episode. Yeah. I mean, it's, I didn't okay. say it was a scandalous theory. I just said it was a theory. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. That was a little bit flat as theories go. My theory <laughs> is... Um, my, my, theory, my theory is that... Um, that all... So basically, I wrote a feature about how I think that um, it could be the best Drag Race series of all time. And yeah. top of my list was Kylie Minogue. And, you know, Night of a Thousand Kylies, uh, Kylie songs, obviously Kylie being there, like everyone doing different Kylie looks. And for this, for her to be in this episode and have maybe five words to say, not even any interaction with the Queens or with Rue, um, honestly, it felt like a dagger in my bloody heart. And, you know, and it was fine. And it's fine. I get, you know, the Danny bit was actually better than the Kylie bit. But it was yeah. like not even a Kylie song for the lip sync, not even a Kylie look from her many looks. I mean, it was like it was it was an insult. Why even why even have her on there? There was no point. Well, I mean, I might be deluding myself, but is there any chance that there is going to be an episode coming up where they're properly on the panel? Or is this really it? <laughs> I, th- I, I think, think this probably well, is we- it, because if they were on the panel, I think that it would have been hyped up more. It was kind of announced really exactly underwhelmingly. And now I think we know why, because it was mm. it was always going to be this Zoom link. But Just I agree like with Danny you. says, just like Danny says, this is it. This is it. <laughs> but the thing I really agree with you on is why not a Kylie lip sync, at least? I mean, I get that with the, with the runway, Kylie runway, they might want to save it till she's properly on the panel. Maybe season mm. two she'll come. So they don't want to, like, use up all the, the things. But a Kylie lip sync, she's got so many songs. You could do one this season. And if she comes back next season, do another one. Like, and we still haven't had a fucking... I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We still haven't had an Australian or New Zealand song as a lip sync because like they used RuPaul this RuPaul week. RuPaul song? It's, it's a fucking joke. This is why this is literally... I knocked two points off for that and also for the fact that, like, she was just Kylie was just so underused. And it's just like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm thinking... I've, I've basically resigned myself to the fact that this is sort of like an I wish you would Australian dragon. <laughs> 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 I was... I resign myself to basically this is a dry run for Drag Race Australia because, um, you know, I mean, there's so much they can't do because it was filmed in the pandemic. Um, I mean, my sister, for example, is Australian and she was supposed to be coming over um, at the end of this year. And they've said now that the borders are going to be closed until 2022. So, I mean, I mean, this this was the only way they could have done it. And some part of me thinks, why do it at all if you're going to do such a half-assed job? I know what you mean, but I'm I'm enjoying the season, so I'd rather... And I, I admire them for doing their best. And I appreciate Kylie and Danny being there in a crap farm than not at all. So, God, I am in a good mood today compared to you. Yeah, I know. Who are... Who is this? Have we swapped personalities? <laughs> so because, oh, my God, it's Freaky Friday on a Sunday. I mean, slash Monday. <laughs> I want to ask... Um, sorry, I got a bubble in my throat. I want to ask you, Sam, because you lived in Australia for a year. Have you ever done a shoey? <laughs> No, I mean, I've, I did a shitload of speed, but I never did a shoey. <laughs> um, I don't think that's an Australian thing. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, it's speed. Next week, speed the musical. No, it'll be meth the musical in Australia, won't it? They're all on meth. Um, so um, had you actually, never heard of this, the shoey thing? Because um, I hadn't no, either. I hadn't, I hadn't heard of it. Um, I mean, maybe it's a drag thing. I don't know, but... 
but it's i mean obviously it's super australian and i can just and we can sort of get it but i can just imagine americans being like oh my god that is the most disgusting thing because they're they're funny about hygiene anyway but like in australia no one cares oh i was gonna say the exact same thing i was just like it's so even though it's not a thing in the uk it's so something we would do and this is just why i love down under because it's just like even when they're doing something ridiculous we're like yep totally get that that makes well it's like a booze (laughs) it's like a booze culture that they have over there that we also have over here that they don't have in america like um like you like i mean when when we've got the prime minister saying like you know that he can't wait to get to the pub and have a pint you would never imagine an american president saying that they've got god we've got booze We've got Prime Minister saying, let the bodies pile up. So, I mean, they say all sorts of stuff. I <laughs> uh, let them pile <laughs> That is alleged. He might not have said that. <laughs> I thought you were saying that that's a legend. He's a legend for saying that. <laughs> He's a legend for saying Proper that. Ledge. Let them pile up. <laughs> um, one of my favourite... Sorry, I just burped. We can leave that yes. one in. I haven't done one in a while. Um, uh, one of my favourite quotes from the episode was maybe next week we can do something from New Zealand we can bring in a sheep and all take turns fucking it and I was like watch watch Anita rushing to get back in a ram costume from last week like me me like what <laughs> everybody do me and I can't imagine Justinda would have enjoyed that joke but there we go there's a lot about this episode there's a lot about this episode that I found quite offensive to be honest with you well as I've, you know already there's a bit that I even I find quite iffy and I reckon it's going to be the same bit but We'll reach that in Snatch Game, won't we? Um, so we yeah. get the we get the Kylie video. We've discussed it a bit, but we'll go into details. So she pops up, doesn't interact with the queens, and instead just shoehorns in all her hits. She's she's like, <laughs> yeah, she's, like she's like, yesterday I had a bar of chocolate in my arms. It was love at first sight, and then I stepped back in time, and it was like, <laughs> how is this helping anyone? Like we know what your songs are called. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Do you know what's funny is that my so my sister like she loves she does love a bit of Kylie, but she all she says that she is a bit of a penny pincher, right? She she's always like, oh yes. yeah, Kylie will do anything for the she'll do anything for the cash. So um, so, but I but I just obviously because I just love Kylie, I I don't agree with that. But then when she comes on and does this, I mean, how much did she get paid for literally doing nothing? I mean, oh, uh, I don't think she'll have been paid for this. I think she would have done this just as a... I mean, that's, that video was like 10 seconds. If she got paid for that, that is a gag. I think they would have said... Of Kylie... course she got paid for it. Well, no, I don't think so. It's almost like a service to your country. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'd love to think that was true, but I don't think anybody, anybody does anything for no money at all. I don't think um, any of the guest judges in America or the UK get paid. I think they do really? it because they're fans, yeah. Um... And, and clearly this this series is on a very strict budget. I mean, they can't even get the sound right. So, I mean, uh, maybe she wasn't. Yeah. If you, um, we should mention, actually, we did a whole episode on Kylie last year. Um, so go back and check that out if you are fellow Kylie fans. Um, oh, definitely. And it's, it's, it features a lot more Kylie Minogue than this episode does, that's for sure. Yeah, you get more bang for your buck. Um, get so, yeah, more that... bang for your bloody bucks! <laughs> oh, can it. I just ask you a question about the shoey, actually? Yeah. Do you think that was real booze in there? I mean, one of them did wince when they drank it, and I think, like, it's the sort of thing that they... Because it's not America or something, they probably they probably would allow would be allowed to have booze on set. But what do you think? I wanted the same thing. And I feel like, no, because for the reason, although Australians might do this, is that because they're about to do quite an important challenge, I think you'd want to be quite clear-headed. So I don't think oh, they I would Oh, I don't think they would care about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, by the Snatch Game, clearly some of them maybe weren't that clear-headed. Some, but, of, them, <laughs> some of them should have had a whole shoey before they did their performance. Shoey! Um, but we... <laughs> we, we, have to, we have to do that. Can we please do that, though, please? <laughs> well, the next time we see each other, do a shoey. Yeah, definitely. And, I, and I've got, like, uh, four or five corns and a bunion on one foot, so we should use mine. <laughs> It'd be like they've got ice cubes in them. It'd be great. Um, Baroque assault! We go from Shuey to Rui. RuPaul enters and tells them they're doing Snatch Game, which is a gag because it's never been, apart from All Stars 2, I think it's never been this early before. And Art mm. Simone immediately shits herself. Uh, so I think she needs to be called Shart Shimon from now on. Oh, that's quite hard Shart to say. Shart Shimon. Shart Simone. Shart Shimon! Shimon, motherfucker! And then we find out who they're all, well, not all of them. We find out who a few of them are doing so i think you'll be better at uh, this than me sam so maxi mm. is doing magda and i was not familiar but magda sabanski you are familiar with her actually. sharon she's from kath and kim she's yeah exactly but she's actually like a really she's um like a huge advocate for same-sex marriage um like you know you remember when they had the referendum in australia not so long ago 
Um, yeah. She was quite an advocate for that. And, she, you know, she's um, a raging dyke. and um, On a bike, yeah, if you like. Yeah, but she uh, but she's like a bit of a legend in Australia. Like, she's done like loads of TV and film and stuff. And because um, the thing is, like, they get a lot of American and British TV over there, but we never really get their TV over here. But they do have, you know, a lot of it. And obviously, and um, yeah, and it's good stuff. Yeah, I was familiar that Magda was a big star over there, but I didn't know anything else she did. Um, I, th- I kind of thought she's a bit of like a Don French here, like a national treasure. Someone yes, international yes, might yeah. only know Vicar Dibley, but we know from like a million things. So she's not more like... of a Sandy Toxic, really. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Toxic. Um, but in the snap, I thought, oh, is it maybe because sh- they mentioned Shaz? So is, it, is it the woman who plays Sharon and Catherine Kim? And the fact yes. that the whole Snatch game, I still didn't know if it was definitely her, shows that there was something missing from that Snatch mm. game. Mm. Um, well, this is the thing, but like they did say in it that it was um, a a spot on Magda, but um, that isn't like being like like being, for example, a advocate for same sex marriage and just being that person is quite boring. As you know, because you need you need catchphrases, you need ridiculousness, etc. So just doing a really good impression doesn't really work. Well, why not do a bit of Sharon from Catherine Kim? Like, wouldn't that exactly been exactly. really funny? I mean, like. I mean, they had they had um, Catherine O'Hara, who basically wasn't. She was Moira Rose, but for some reason, that was that. Until five seconds where she was Kevin's mum from Home Alone. Oh, right, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, we, we find out that two queens were going to do Bindi Irwin, who I didn't know who that was, but obviously it later becomes clear. Steve Irwin's yeah, daughter. And, and also, like, she basically she was she was quite young when Steve Irwin died, and she's actually done Dancing with the Stars. And, um, but again, she's not really, like, characterful like i just but you were familiar with who she is like yeah i know she is yeah no not really because she doesn't really have one and i'm actually i'm actually quite enraged by this whole thing because um because she just does like art goes art says oh yeah oh my fans or something like you know friends would have said i should do jane turner but i want to do something a bit more challenging do you know what i mean it's like in fucking master chef when someone goes oh i do curries really well but i want to challenge myself and do like a croc on bouche or something and it turns out shit like i just i just don't get it why would you want to do surely do something it's it's week two and it's snatch game do something that's safe that you know you could be good at rather than you know something that could be a risk it was stupid i absolutely agree like if you know you're good at it why would you do this random character that's not funny and because but because she does that it forces scarlet to do her backup which is jennifer coolidge who is someone we've wanted to see on snatch game for ages yeah. and you yeah. know i do my jennifer coolidge impression which i've done before on the podcast but i'll do it again I'm taking the dog, dumbass. <laughs> Which, if I did Jennifer Coolidge, I forgot I just, it was quite good. I do that in every single answer, so I'll find a way into. It. I can't say anything else as her, just that. Um, and she is also in the film Promising Young Woman. Which I know I keep raving about to you, Sam. But oh yeah, have... she is. But you can't. You can't. She's she's not doing a comedy or even or even very very Jennifer Coolidge. She's just straight, isn't it? Well, that's what's really one of the amazing things about the film. So, promising young woman. It's I only found out after I watched it yesterday that it's been up for and won loads of Oscars this year. I just thought it was a random <laughs> film, but it's um, Casey, sorry, Carrie Mulligan. Playing a woman, Casey Mulligan, <laughs> who um, gets drunk, pretends to be drunk in a club every week, so that a guy will take her home, and then when he tries to take advantage of her, she then reprimands him and t- to teach him a lesson you shouldn't do that, and it's absolutely one of the most um, engaging, exciting, shocking, dark, funny, clever films I've seen in a long mm. time. And I don't want to yeah. say too much about it, but they, one of the things is they use actresses like Jennifer Coolidge and loads of likeable male actors and they play them against type so that you're always yeah. kind of on edge or unnerved. And I just really re- recommend to everyone you go and see this film because I am blown away. Sorry. She... And, also, and also she... <laughs> <laughs> Shoe, shoehorn you're a quick review in but thank you for that um and I, I do i do think i do think it's fantastic and kerry mulligan actually did um she did saturday night live to promote it and she was really good on that and um as for jennifer coolidge like i think i sent it to you a while back she guest starred in nip tuck and she was like a rap artist and she does um yo stank bitch oh yes uh, that you said that to me it was amazing <laughs> You should definitely like the part she plays in Promising Young Woman is very different to the white rap artist with a smelly fanny that she plays in Nip Tuck, but um, both are worth <laughs> a view. <laughs> Basically, the moral of the story is if Jennifer Coolidge is in it, just watch because I don't think she is in anything bad. Um, exactly. We 
we get another person torn, which is ketamine, between Dr. Seuss or Carol Baskins. Personally, I think she made the wrong choice and should have gone with Absolutely. Carol Baskins. It was ridiculous. Like, I mean, isn't it you, I believe, that said that it's always a mistake to do a man? Um, but also, like... I didn't say that. Stop. Wasn't it? Wasn't it you? Well, I mean, I think if it's a man, it should be, like, a draggy man. So, like, when Kennedy Davenport did Little Richard mm. or when Ben de la Creme yeah. did... Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is Dr. Seuss, I mean... Or when um, something did David Attenborough. They're just Dr. not very... Seuss isn't even... A... Yeah, exactly. The, they're not really dra- draggy or even that camp. Well, I guess Dr. Seuss is a little camp, but I just thought you had a good option. Carol Baskins, it's so easy to do. Again, same as um, Jane Turner, just a good, obvious Snatch Game character. Like, why why go the other way? Although it kind of why, worked why for exactly? her. The whole, the whole challenging yourself thing. I mean, some bits were funny, but also... Also, we don't really know who Dr. Seuss is or what he looks like or anything like that. And there's all, and also, he's like right embroiled in the middle of a cancellation in America for his racist behaviour. So, I mean, it's Ooh, just... I don't know about this. What's, I know oh, about the Roald yeah. Dahl one, but what's the Dr. Seuss one? I guess they were um, all racist then, weren't they? Some of the books, they, some of the, the books they've, um, they've removed because they've got racist undertones. Green Eggs and Ham. It's racist against green people, honestly. Green Aliens. Eggs and Sam. <laughs> um, but then, on the other hand... Um, just talking about doing someone obvious. Karen from Finance says she's doing Dolly Parton, which I think is a great choice. I'm amazed oh. that we didn't haven't had it before, even though Trixie Mattel potentially was going to do it on All Stars 3, but couldn't because she'd had to mm. play Do- um, Dolly in the Rusical thing. Um, but I would have thought a great queen like Karen, who's got great comedic chops, taking on an icon would have really put in the research. Um, and that was another big disappointment. In fact, Sam, you convinced me to come down to an eight. I'm going to have to. <laughs> um, but a great choice we get is we find out Anita is doing our queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth. So it's funny that, like, we get an Australian queens doing our queen. And then on our last season, we had British queens doing Kath and Kim. And it's like, we're all mixed up here. But um... Well, I mean, the two countries are hand in hand. I mean, I think um, the que- I mean, because the thing is that they also they do love the Queen over in Australia. And I will tell you that. I mean, they love like culture and that sort of thing. And um, I just think with Karen from Finance doing Dolly Parton, both the two top ones from last week were the two worst, I think. And it's just it just boggles the mind, really. And um, but doing the you no, know, but you're right. But doing the Queen was good. And um, yeah, like it was um, was it Taste that did. Jane Turner, wasn't it? And, yeah, um, and she yeah, did it was well. Just like she and she did a, like a really good version. It's just like oh, oh, just such a missed opportunity. That's what that's why I've given it such a low score. The whole episode was one missed opportunity after another. But Anita certainly didn't miss. But she, we, we'd heard a rumor last year, didn't we? When we or oh, this year, when we talked about Drag Race UK, that apparently the BBC won't let any of our queens do the queen. So this is the only way we. Well, or on the American one, that we're probably going to get it. And I'm glad it was done. I was a bit worried when she did her. Re, uh, bit with RuPaul uh, out of drag oh. before Snatch Game because she gave that Prince Andrew line which was so funny and I was like why did you just give that up and not save it for the Snatch Game about the text <laughs> when you're 16 and I thought she's just given up her best line turns out she had way more in the canon so that bitch was prepared and yeah well I do feel it I still still feel a bit offended by it because you know I do I do love the Queen and um, I thought you see love I'm, Prince Andrew I was like please and God I will. <laughs> Well, Prince Andrew um, hasn't been convicted of doing anything, so um, at, the, at the moment he's innocent, innocent until proven guilty. So, um, well, he's guilty just... of being creepy because that interview was undeniable. Even if he's innocent, I still think yeah, was... no. So, so is so Pip Schofield is also guilty of being creepy, but he's still on national TV every day, babes. Uh, I didn't say I support that either. <laughs> <laughs> down but, with um... creepiness, I say. <laughs> no, oh, down with creepiness, and the queen, the the queen. No, I mean she was good. I mean, you know, I and I'm I'm surprised that. Thing is, this this is on iPlayer as well. So why would they say the British queens couldn't do it, even though it's on the same platform? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense actually. Um, I guess maybe B- BBC makes Drag Race UK as well as on iPlayer, so it's like mm. they have to take responsibility for the decisions. Yeah. Um, but I love that RuPaul when he's going, he's enjoying Anita's impression, laughing along, and says, "I just love your personality, but could you please try and just be the exact opposite of the way you are?" <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> what a backhanded compliment. Um, and then she gets a chat with Coco Jumbo and says her nude looks last week was rotten. So she must think it was from H&M or something. Because that was very, 
vicious because Coco didn't look great, but there were a few dodgy looks. Like, why single out Coco was so bad? Um, I think it was it was a terrible look. Um, to say it was rotten is actually, it's actually quite funny. Um, so I was quite living for that, really. But it was, um, and I wouldn't say it was rotten. I would have just said it was a bag of shite. But um, ne- nevertheless, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's rare for Rue to, you know, hark back and be insulting, isn't it? Um, and then he chats with Coco, uh, Coco about what she's doing. She's doing Lizzo. And immediately, I think Rue's advice is right. Usually when someone does a popular pop star of the day, mm. that's never mm. going to lend itself to too much comedy. But I did think she, because she's quite likeable anyway, would manage to turn that into a safe. So yeah. it was um, it was a rocky ride. And <sighs> then we get to the probably going to be one of the biggest talking points of the episode. But we find out that etc. etc. is doing Linda Chamberlain. Uh, of of Dingo Ate My Baby fame. Um, how familiar with you, were you with this story? I know the story really well, and I've seen the movie. I think it's what is the movie? Mel, I think it's got Meryl Streep in it. Actually, it's um, yeah, it's a it's a movie about um, basically <laughs> a dog runs off with a with a baby. Yeah, and kills it. I know the story. Uh, I'd I'd read it before, and I reminded myself today. But basically, she. Everyone, everyone in the country thought she was lying when she said a dingo ate her baby. And mm. she was, was she convicted or was she just dragged through the, the, the mud in the um, press? I can't remember because it was, I don't remember the, I don't remember the story as it happened, but I, um, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> That's really helpful, isn't it? Yeah. So like it became a national joke to say a dingo ate your baby is like an excuse for when you've done something wrong. But then yeah. at some point, I assume it was proved that a dingo really did eat a baby. It's actually a very <laughs> dark, horrible story. And then it's like, but the joke persists. And it's, I mean, how long ago was it? Do you remember roughly? Is is it in uh, the 60s or something? Uh, I think it's in the 70s. But also, um, well, it's, it's almost a bit like somebody playing um kate mccann kate mccann and i just don't think i just don't think anyone would would do that that's why i was asking when it was because i was like is is there a time there was a long time ago on when things turn from dark to funny i mean like say if someone did um something to do with 9-11 on Snatch Game. Like, I think that mm. would be too raw, but we all yeah. still remember that. Whereas anyone who remembers this Linda Chamberlain, first of all, Linda Chamberlain presumably is dead. I should have researched yeah. this. <laughs> and the family are probably, well, we know the baby is dead. Um, but, oh God. so, it, does that make it okay? But then also, I like... Think it's beca- I think it's because the phrase itself, didn't go my baby, but it's like, is comedy. Like, there's, yeah. there's, there's funny, even though it's shocking, there is there are funny elements to it. It's like, um... I mean, obviously nobody died, but it's like the Shannon Matthews sort of thing. Like you could, you could do that, and you know, but it's quite serious. Civilization died when that well, happened. Actually, it's from my neck of the woods, so I was very ashamed. <laughs> but that is that is what people are like around my area. So people are well, people are dreadful in general. But it's um, <laughs> and also because and it's also really Aussie because it's a dingo and it's like dingo, my bye bye. So like, I mean, people they've used it as a joke in Australia for a long, long time. So I'm not surprised they used it here. But it just, to us who aren't so au fait with the story and it's not part of our culture, it looks a bit shocking. But I don't, it's not as much shocking as it as it seems to be. It is the word dingo that it makes it quite a bit funnier because like in this country we've had a few stories where foxes attack babies and that is never funny um i mean i don't find it funny that a dingo attacked a baby either but the sentence is a little bit funny just stabbed at, my, stabbed at my stabbed at my sister's house as well are you joking a, um, no uh, i a few times like a fox got in and went up to um, <gasps> oh my the god girl, the girls the girls my my niece's room and was just like there growling and like when I, and oh I've been sat there God. and I've been sat I've been sat there before with the um in the summer with the door open and a and a fox has come in to the um into the lounge and just stood there and looked at me. Oh, oh my God, Sam! I cannot tell you how much I would. And there's loads of foxes in my new around my new house, and we do <laughs> leave the door open. If one comes inside, I am going to have a heart attack without question because I just oh can't deal with that I cannot fucking deal with that no I know and I get it but I'm, I'm the same with spiders like it's like today for example I was having a shit right and then um, <laughs> and then this massive spider came out of nowhere and it came like running towards me but I was like mid shit and I was like oh my god I couldn't move I was paralysed so I was like banging my feet on the ground which wasn't helping my shitting either and then the, and then the, and then because I made such a noise, like the dog came running from nowhere as well, and um, and she was barking, and that just the whole scenario was just awful. So I can understand. Oh my god, I love that story. Uh, speaking of a shitty mess, should we talk about the actual snatch game? 
Yes. So actually, <laughs> what a mess. I say that because that's now the narrative, but I actually liked the Snatch Game and I thought it was good, but maybe I'm crazy. I um, think it was awful and even Rue agreed. So I mean, you could tell Rue was annoyed. I agreed with the queens. They were all like, this is the best Snatch Game ever. I was like, I think it's... That was mad. Did we, did we see something else? There was like, it was so low on laughs and... Um, and the fact that the fact that Rue said that the that the winner was the winner was Jojo because she wasn't there for this shit, and then um and then also <laughs> and also and also kept six of them back and said you're all up for elimination because it was just so dreadful. I mean, oh, there's no there was like the winner like well, the, well there was no winner for a start, but like it just oh no hang on yeah who won Anita the oh, the, Anita yeah I mean that was that was the only one that was good i mean katharina horror was a little bit good at some points but other than that well i thought the dingo baby i mean i agree that it's offensive but i thought that was funny very well acted out it was very like she put a lot of thought into it and i thought yeah. it was good and then yeah. dr zeus after a shaky start i didn't like what she was doing but i thought it was executed well and then there was another one that wasn't that bad um, and usually in a snatch game in America or the UK, you only get about three really good ones. I mean, I think it's Jennifer the fact Coolidge this is so early bad. on. Yeah, Jennifer Coolidge wasn't bad. So like, and even the bombs, none of the bombs were like, all the people who got had to stand on the stage at the end and be told off by Rue had all had, were a bit off, but no one was like Trixie Mattel or like Gia Gun level bad. They were all just a bit. <laughs> so I, they were, they were, I think the fact is they were just sort of, just like meh. Do you know what I mean? And that is the worst. Do you know what I mean? Well, well I just you either, bomb, yeah. you either bomb seriously or you're really good. But like being just like completely forgettable and rubbish is just unforgivable. Well, Safe from, is unforgivable, as he used to say. Well, the most disappointing for me was the the first person we hear in the Snatch Game, which is Karen from Finance, doing Dolly. And I just, I totally agreed with what, I actually agreed with everything the judges said in, later on in this episode. But if you're going to do Dolly, that is such an iconic character. You have to really pay attention get every little nuanced um characteristic right and it just wasn't there at all and i just hated it really and it mm. wasn't even funny in a bad just, way I, I found it quite embarrassing um and it's and, and like and the, like the makeup was wrong and the wig was wrong it was like you know the like, voice yeah you can easily make cause obviously dolly wears so much makeup you could easily get like look actually look like dolly parton and you know, and like you know, massive boobs. Like nothing, none of it was there. She just, I don't know. She looked like, I don't, oh, just it was awful. Sorry. And she always says it takes a lot of money to look this cheap. So like that's a funny dolly joke that you can. Put and the in. accent was terrible. She didn't even do the accent right. I know. I guess maybe it's easier for Americans to do the accent. I mean, I can't do a good Dolly accent either, but I also wouldn't choose to do Dolly Parton. So if you're <laughs> going to choose to do it, be the first person to ever do it. Please do it well. It's like when um, Jimbo did Joan Rivers. We've been waiting yeah. for ages and then she did it well. It's like, yes, satisfying. But no, yeah. this, not satisfying. So what did you actually make of um, Anita's Queen? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was good. I mean, obviously, seatbelt jokes and that sort of thing are a little bit yeah. iffy, but... Uh, <laughs> but well, we've um, done them on this very show, so... we Oh, yeah, we have. So um, I just think I, it was it was well executed. It was kind of cute. It was... Um, yeah, it was the it was the best it was the best thing in it, but it wasn't a it wasn't a very high bar to be fair. It reminded me a little bit of when Blue Hydrangea did Mary Berry, which is um, like it actually wasn't that great an impression of the Queen. Like I get that if you're Australian uh, Kiwi, sorry, and you do a posh <laughs> English accent and you look like an old woman, that sells it as the Queen. But actually, yeah. we're more familiar probably with how the Queen actually talks and the yeah. impression itself wasn't that good. But the jokes were absolutely solid. Like the peanut yeah. butter joke with the corgis was pro probably the best joke of the Snatch <laughs> Game. I thought the idea of the Queen having being eaten out by a corgi just. <laughs> Corgi, sorry. Corgi. It's a corgi. Corgi not... Thor. Corgi Core. I've got orgies on the brain, sorry. Um, so I th and you, just I def want, you just want an orgy with some corgis. <laughs> and just some peanut butter. So her jokes were really good, so I forgive the fact the impression wasn't all that. And again, that's how, how people were talking about Electra. Although with her Catherine O'Hara, because that voice is so iconic and so we all do the impression... I thought, again, it was really shit that she, her impression was so... You could tell she was doing the impression, but it just was so off. Like The weird thing is, I didn't... I, I kind of... It took me, I didn't know who she was to begin with. No! I thought, I thought who's Catherine O'Hara? Do you know what I mean? And I'm a massive fan of Catherine O'Hara, and I didn't... Because of, like, the look and the... It just... 
the whole thing was off. I don't get it. Like, I mean, but then obviously once I realised what the voice was happening with the voice, it was it was kind of recognisable. But nevertheless, well, I mean, I think it's really easy to look like her because her wardrobe was so distinct on the show. Mm. And I get mm. that she tried to go for that, but I mean. I mean, she usually wears black, so she should have really been in all black and had a more uh, recognisable Moira wig. Yeah, um, like the grey, the the grey yeah. just made it look like she was trying to be an old woman. So that yeah, that didn't and, work either. Um, and then yeah, I know what you mean about the voice. Like some of the inflections were there, but I mean, she's really like David. Like she goes back in her throat, <laughs> and she was missing that whole nasal kind of element yeah. of it. And then randomly, yeah. she did the. The Home Alone thing, which I think Rue set her up for, so she couldn't not do it. But I would have rather, if she was going to reference that, like do a thing where halfway through the Snatch game she put on a ginger wig and then did a bit of yeah. Kevin yeah. stuff. Rather than just shout it three I times. I mean, there's, it's a one joke, really. I mean, you can't. how many jokes can you get out of the Home Alone Kevin thing? So I guess... <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it was... It was. I get. I get why she wasn't in the bottom, but it was again disappointing when we've waited a long time to see this character yeah. done. Again, fr- again, my point of the whole thing being missed opportunities. Sam, your bumhole is so loose. What did you make of this, Doctor Seuss? <laughs> Sorry, I just tried to introduce that with a rhyme. Um, I thought. Well, I mean, this is the, this is what I was saying before. Like, there's no. We don't have. A benchmark of what he talks like, or um, presumably not like this. <laughs> well, it's just to do, it's just to do with rhyming, isn't it? Yeah. Just um, and oh, I don't know. I just I just wish that she'd chosen the other one. Yeah, or even do the rhyming thing, but then at least switch it up at one bit and just maybe even reference the the race scandal that you were talking about earlier. I mean, yeah. I guess maybe that w- would have been weird, but just something that just because it became very predictable. But then the vulva... Don't be basic, I'm a racist. <laughs> but the um, the Kylie vulva joke was funny, so I think that's what saved her in the end. Oh, yeah. yeah um, and then I said I did find the Linda thing funny, but I, I wonder if it was a good idea. Um, do you think it was funny enough to redeem the decision? Um, again, not really. I mean, like, it was, just, it was just all quite one note, you know? It was like, wasn't it, there was nothing you could do... I mean, like, she's searching for her baby and then she's got a torch and then, like, well, what else what else happens? It's just sort of like a one-dimensional joke, really. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like what Valentina did. She did when she was Miss Columbia. She just cried all the way through. Or, like, when Eureka yeah. did um, Honey Boo Boo. I mean, it's a very much, you know what you're going to do. You're going to rely on this gimmick and you're not really going to mm. take part in the actual Snatch game, which is meant yeah. to be improv. But it still was funnier than most of them. Um, Agreed. Coco is channeling Kylie because you're just naming Lizzo's songs. So, uh, and people <laughs> need to know that is not funny. Just listing songs is not funny. <laughs> it is, and it's like, oh, it's a, you know exactly. That's like when you know, or like doing Mariah. It's just like oh, just like saying using songs in a sentence. Like I mean, Kylie did a better version, a snatch game version of herself in her one bit of VT <laughs> just by using her own song name. So I, I, it's, it's pointless. God, I forgot how bad that Mariah snatch game was on Canada. <laughs> that was oh, that was one of my worst ever. Um, so Scarlett's Jennifer Coolidge. Uh, again, it's similar to the Catherine O'Hara. It's just like, it's kind of there, kind of not. And mm. I know what you mean. It, they were a bit meh, but... Exactly. At least I knew who the characters were. Like, I feel like there's been a couple of Snatch Games recently where I didn't know how, who half the people were trying to be, so... Mm. But also, the um, the Jennifer Coolidge didn't look anything like her. Well, no. But, I mean, you could see an <laughs> effort had been to, made. She, yeah, but she needed to do, like, more of an iconic, like, cross between Stifler's mum and... Um, and legally blonde, and you know, she, you know, she's got massive tits, and that's one of the massive. That's one of the things about it. I mean, she she did say about the fat ass, and that was good. But um, the bend just, and snap. Just, could she not have done the bend yeah. and snap? That would have been funny. There was definitely a way to get that in there, surely. I mean, I mean, there was what was it last year? Uh, oh no, it was the Kath and Kim one. Apparently, because we said afterwards. Taste should have done like look at me, look at me, and all that stuff. But apparently she did, mm. and they just didn't include it. So they they're not always oh. in control of. But why not show the funniest bits? Why are we being left with these well, dregs? That's, that's the thing. They would RuPaul's they Drag Race. Like, <laughs> <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. The prize is more swill. I just think um, they they would have used the really the best bits because um, what they are left with for this episode is just really is a bag of shite. So. Um, I'm just just disappointed, really. So I, I so if, if there are any funny bits, please 
Please use them, producers. <laughs> well, the reason why I think art uh, was so bad, I mean, she probably was about as bad as some of the others, but her answers were so long. And it's like, if you're going to be shit, be brief mm. and shit. Don't, like, give the most long-winded non-joke in history just to say bush mm. at the end. It felt like it went on for, like, five minutes. And, and she never said anything about her dead dad either. I know. Well, dead relatives are comedy gold, as we found out from Linda. So it's like, come on, use <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> Exactly, and he died in such a crazy way. I mean, it's not funny, but it's like, you know, it's pretty crazy. It is, it's not funny, but it's quite ironic, isn't it, that he obviously spent so much time around dangerous, anim- dangerous animals and then in the end got killed by a stingray, which is... A stingray you... in the heart, which and stingrays never kill anyone. No, it was really bad luck. I think it was like being hit by lightning or something, so... Yeah, really bad luck. Um, oh, I love stingrays. Not because they killed Steve Irwin. I just love that they look like the smiling... Um, and they're so, and they're fucking cool and massive. Yes, they are massive. You do like things that are massive. I know that about you. I do. Really big and really big, really slimy and preferably sea-based. Speaking of which, Maxi Shields as Magda. Um, what did you make of her performance? Again, it was it was good. Like she was a good Magda, but it was. So you know what Magda's just, like. Yeah, but it was just I don't. There was no point to it. But they were bit all the judges later were like, oh my god, it was like a, such a good impression. It just wasn't funny, but. Was it, so it was a good impression because I don't know I only know from as uh, Sharon. Yeah, yeah, it was a good impression, but um, it's like like it's like I said, like being, a, being the actor behind the character, um, but just like just playing them as if like playing them straight as if they'd you know just gone down the shops or something. That's what it's like. It's if you if you she played it she played Magda as if you had met her at an event and interviewed her, like just saying bog standard answers and not funny. Mm. Um, so Snatch Game is over I, I mean I was going to ask who won for you But I guess we're both agreed Anita won it Yeah um, Yeah she did Who did you think was the worst Which is trickier question to answer um, Well what I'm going to say well, It was definitely uh, oh, It's tricky actually you're right um, I mean Bindi was shit <laughs> Yeah but then, so was, but then so was Dolly Parton And so was Lizzo um, And um and so was Dr. Seuss, in my opinion. I definitely think Dr. Seuss was better than those three. I would have said Art mm. and Karen were the worst. So the Dolly which is, and... Which the... is, they were the top two last week. I know, that's so weird. Um... And as you said before, like, you've written for Karen. She's really famous over there. She's a comedy queen. I mean, how? How did that happen? She posted about her one-woman show, Out of Office, the other day, and it said, award-winning show. And I wrote for that show. I didn't even know it won an award. Now I can say award winning. <laughs> award winning. Oh, I can't even fucking say it. Never you mind, say it. <laughs> if you if you if you could say it, then you would say it. But now you can. This and you is can't. so typical. This is the first podcast recording in weeks. I haven't been fucking hungover or drunk, and it's the one I can't speak on. Listen, if you could say it, you you would say what you said, and then you'd say what you said. All right. Oh my god! Do not bring up that Tamisha Iman because. As you know, I stayed up. For any of you listeners who also stayed up to try and watch that Tamisha Iman thing, she promised to read Money Exchange and be left bitterly disappointed. I feel your pain because I was having an absolutely shit week and that was the only thing getting me through, which I know is tragic, but I was really looking forward to it and I felt like a fucking straight man who was waiting for a pay-per-view boxing match at midnight. And I was like, this is... Uh, exciting I'm just going to get my life I'm going to get my clicks and then it was just such a fucking anticlimactic letdown so to me Shitterman you lost a fan Wait, oh, so I'm Dr. Seuss again she didn't do anything she was just like she basically when it got to the time when she was meant to do what she promised to do which was read Monet Exchange for Phil she said this event I'm now going to do at a later date and you all have to pay me £25 to do it <gasps> And it was like, no, bitch, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. And the thing is, like, she'll get hardly any viewers when they actually have to pay for it. And I know. that could, and that could, and the fact that people were waiting for it, it could have been an iconic moment for Tamisha. Like, I mean, so it was just so foolish. Who advised her to do such, such stupidity? Well, I think she announced it, intended to do it, and then as the days went on, all the fans were being like, Tamisha's ridiculous because Monet's. Is- not said anything that bad about her and then I think she wanted to take it back but didn't know how to do that with dignity so I think she's just kind of (laughs) put it off promised to charge for it and hopes no one will ever actually expect her to do it 
something we do often. Uh, we need to address that, actually. We are Tamisha Riman, because we, last week we announced our Patreon <laughs> and our merch after just reading Tamisha for Filth, and then we didn't do it. But the thing was, just to explain, um, we didn't realise that Patreon had a review stage, so you don't just go live with it. You, you sign up, and then they have to approve it. But they have now approved it. They did it mid-last week. But I didn't want to start an- announcing it like that well, we didn't have an episode. So the announcement now is now. <laughs> As you're listening to this, the link has been added to our Instagram page and to Twitter and um, our website. All our socials. All our socials. So you can get onto our Patreon where we'll be uploading exclusive content for anyone who can't, uh, doesn't think that just this is enough. If you hankering for more, <laughs> as many of you said, you said you wanted it longer. You said you wanted more episodes. Well, now we're going to give them to you, and also all of our merch, which will be obviously bag of brown, actual oh, bag of brown, and uh, ten out of ten. Not an actual, not an actual bag of brown. A, b- a bag with bag of brown on it. Uh, that is very important that we point we that to, out. We have to stress. We have to stress to anybody who works for uh, the police that we are not selling drugs over Patreon. Okay. I need a fucking hat um, <laughs> right so now we've done that bit out of the way sorry about that for last week but now it is really this is not a drill it is up so go get your stuff support us because we and are. you do like a drilling <laughs> yeah just like rupaul and the fracking um <laughs> so in the workroom they all the queens think it's one of the sn- strongest snatch games ever um, and they are sorely mistaken. Well, I was agreeing with them, but you must have been like, what the fuck are they on about? <laughs> that is what I thought. I thought, oh my God, what, were you at the same place as I was just now? I mean, <laughs> how long, How long, for example, would it take to film that, like the whole Snatch game? I think apparently it takes about three hours. So it's quite long compared to what we see. Mm, yeah. And we get appa- quite a lot of it. We get about half an hour of it. So, I mean, it, like, so, yeah, I, it, just, it just surprises me how you're telling me in three hours that that 25 minutes was the best they got well the queens have said before that apparently snatch game it is quite hard to tell what's going well and what's not because you don't have any laughter apart from rue and often there's quite big breaks in between rounds so a lot of it's quite quiet and silent and quite Mm. awkward even for the people doing well and then when it's edited it looks way faster and comedic so um, when it's film, I'm filming as well. They they stop and start, don't they? Yeah, and exactly. They say like, oh, can you can you say that again? Like da 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 da. So yeah, uh, I loved the. Uh, although I I was shocked that Art thought she did well. I thought that was quite clearly quite a bad snatch game. So I don't know where she thought she'd done well there. No, um, I know. And Maxi Shields, I th- even though it was a good Magda, she looked more like Matt Lucas to be fair than yeah, Magda. She did. And I love that in the workroom she's beating her face and then goes, "So how supportive is everyone's families?" I was like, clearly. <laughs> They've just forced her to say that. Um, <laughs> I know. She's who was it? Who was it that did that? Last, um, was it the American series? I can't remember. Was it? Oh, the Black Lives Matter they, one. They always use they always use somebody as a foil to ask the questions. And it's your turn today. But um, about, <laughs> even though I usually don't like these bits, I did enjoy Anita's story. Uh, her dad saying, "Promise you won't turn out to be gay," which I was like, "How the hell did he not know?" Anita's like the gayest thing I've ever seen, but she she teared up, and I was like, "Actually, I thought Anita was quite creepy last week, quite manic mm. and off putting, but maybe now she might be my favorite after the snatch game and that vulnerability." Um, I was unmoved. Um, <laughs> I thought uh, I thought it was. I thought it was a bit of a sad story, but then you know it didn't it didn't really have any kind of conclusion or you know, and it's and it's like. Well, the conclusion sometimes is she's gay. <laughs> well, sometimes it's like a friend of mine, yeah. A friend of mine's boyfriend was... Um, his dad got very ill and he only had maybe a couple of weeks left to live and um, they went to go and see him. And like and basically he just... I don't know, like, it's just this, the sort of, like, forgiveness at the end sort of thing. Like, I mean, after after his dad had been a cunt to him for 20, 30 years because he was gay, and then um, and then at the end, like, wasn't. I mean, just, I, I don't know. I don't know if... Too little, would too you, late. Would you, would, yeah, exactly. Would you forgive your father if he had literally not spoken to you for 20-odd years? I haven't forgiven my father, and he has been speaking to me, so... <laughs> I wish my father wouldn't speak to me and then I'd forgive him. That's a request and I'm putting that out there. <laughs> we get to the runway and this week RuPaul's in drag. Yay! But again, this is like, it. 
just the camera angles and it just it looks really season one i'm sorry well i put that i think that rupaul's outfit looks like it was made on a season 13 design challenge it doesn't look like it looks <laughs> By quite, it, it, it looks quite hodgepodge but uh so maybe she'd be better off staying out of drag maybe they need to send raven home uh no, we, and, and michelle looks like a tie-dye poodle I think it's a tie dyke then. Um, but sh- give RuPaul a hit or a shit. I give her a shit. I, yeah, I agree. Because I, d- I don't like the makeup either. Um, so should we do hit or <laughs> shit on the category for this week, which is sea yes, sickening? Please. Okay, first up is Art Simone in a seaweed inspired outfit. Hit or shit? Hit. It was the best look of the whole runway. I agree. It was the best look. She looked absolutely beautiful. It looked fashionable, but still on theme. And spooky. And just, and like, even the detail of the fingers and the teeth. Uh, yeah, it reminded me a little bit of um, Denali's lip sync outfit. You know, the, the one I'm obsessed with that I never stopped talking about. <laughs> what, that stupid bird? <laughs> Don't call that a stupid bird. You know, I that lip sync is all That's that gets mom. me through this week. Well, as well as Tamisha Raman. I keep saying that about everything. Um, I'm on the edge. Uh, wait, hang on. That lip sync was that lip sync from from months ago. Was the was the only thing that got you through this week? I watch it four times a week, every week. Do you need Do you need a cuddle? Yes, please. <laughs> um, Ketamine is doing like a white Ursula look. Um, Hitosh it. Shit. She looks like um, I don't know. Like just she just looks stupid. Sorry. What do you think? Did you say hit or shit? I said shit. Oh, I thought you said hit. I mean, said I give it a hit. I, I didn't think it was one of the best, but I thought it was cute. Um, I liked. I thought she did all right. I liked the movement of the dress. To, uh, just to warn everyone, I give almost every look on the runway a hit this week. Which when if I don't know if you ever watch Fashion Photo Review, Raven and Raja, their show where they review all the looks on the mm. show. I hate when they just toot everything and don't give out any boots. But unfortunately, mm. this week I just liked most oh, of them. Oh, hang on, hang on a minute. Sorry, I've got it wrong. Um, <laughs> Maxi Shields just just she's got the big hair and she does these really crazy arm movements like Ursula, doesn't she? Um. Well, I think, no. That's, I think the Ursula one was a hit. Ma- oh, but somebody looks like an old lady with white hair and... Um... I think that's Maxie. She did a pearl illusion. But it was confusing because there were two Ursulas. There was Kitamine did Ursula. And then I yeah. think that um, Electra was a bit Ursula as well. But I might have got confused. But I, get... I don't. I didn't think any of them were terrible. I agree with you. They're none of none of them were like horrendous at all. Well, I I did give Coco a shit just because I agree with the judges that she looked good, but it didn't give me C. She just looked like the she... wig was the wig was fantastic. Yes, I the thought. wig was and, fantastic. Um, I thought and the and the makeup was nice and the dress and the PVC sort of dress was nice. I actually gave it a hit, but um, I yeah. know what they mean. Like she could have done like something over her decolletage or like her arms. Oh, I love fingers. that word. <laughs> Say it again. Décolletage. Oh, one more time on the set. Décolletage. Yes. yes, I've come. Um, so, etc., etc. Finish him! <laughs> That's another thing. I also watched the Mortal Fan Combat movie. I know I said to you guys before we started recording, but I'll tell everyone. It's fun, but watch it with friends and make fun of it because it is a bit cheesy. And I have said like, that is this fucking Is this fucking Drag Race recap show or is it Ed reviews the movies? Well, I'm sorry, guys. I probably shouldn't admit to this because it's illegal. But No, I've... don't admit to okay. it. It is illegal. Basically, I've bought a very legal box that now gives me access to all films. And it now means that I'm going to be recommending things a lot more. Maybe I should <laughs> stick to that on Patreon and not take away from Drag Race. Um, but etc, etc, etc. Um, is in a deep sea diver outfit. I gave this a hit because I loved the concept, but I thought it could have been dragged up a little bit more. Yeah, I like the concept. Um, I've given it a shit as well, actually, because it just um, like it was. It was fun, but it was like the whole like from the neck down. It was just standard. Do you know what I mean? There was I nothing, totally agree. It yeah. was just quite. It was just. It was just like buy a deep sea diver costume from B and M and wear it on you know the um on the runway. From B&M. All the, all the good thing was... Bullion, bullion M. That's oh, what they call it. I, I don't think they have Bullion M and Down Under, do they? Or maybe they do. <laughs> I don't, I don't. It, the country is worth... Um, the country. Um, B&M is actually worth in the billions. Really? Yeah. Well, now yeah, I don't I, feel bad for shoplifting from the guy, the guy who The guy who owns it, runs it, is like he's got two private planes. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. Wow. You forget about these things. So don't feel don't feel bad about slagging off B and M babes. Well, since I moved, I'm not near a B and M anymore. But I am near Robert Dias, so my shoplifting spree continues. Uh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of that is, that's also illegal may, may, may I point out oh god oh, this podcast so, is going to be played in court one day isn't it so, so just so just so everyone's clear um, he, Ed doesn't have anything illegal in his house to do with um, TV viewing also we're not selling drugs on the internet and also Ed is not a shoplifter okay so just let's, let's get that straight Sam you said you did speed in Australia so you you have um, a case mounting against you as well. Yeah, but that's like Obama saying that, that he did, you know, he smoked weed at university. Oh, yeah. Well, he had to to fancy Michelle, didn't he? No, I'm joking. Uh, Michelle Rude, is beautiful. Michelle's beautiful. I wish my arms were as big as hers. I would love that. Um, what did you think of Anita? I keep forgetting her last name. Anita Wiglet's siren look. Um, yeah, I really liked this as well. I think um, Wiglet, Wiglet really did lit this week. Hit? Definitely a hit, yes. I think it's just a hit. She sold it with the the screaming thing. Um, so then we get to Maxie's Pearl Illusion, which you've already talked about. I like, about, the, so I like the siren story as well. Actually, the sirens, the siren. Um, you know, it's um, obviously it's a. Oh, I don't want to say Roman. What's it called? Greek. Um, yeah, Greek mythology. That's it. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, that's really it's a very interesting story. There's, a, there's actually a movie called Siren where. Um, which is now who's talking about movies? Okay. Now <laughs> okay. who is talking about okay. fucking movies? I, listen, I said what I said, and I said what I said. Well, to me, she didn't say what she said. She said she was going to say something, and then it turns out what she said was not what she said she was going to say. Fuck I said sake. what I said, and then I said I was going to say it, and then I didn't. <laughs> I'll say what I say if you pay £25, apparently. Uh, not free grown kids. I know. I'm a grown woman. Um, I liked Max's Pearl Illusion. I give it a hit. Uh, no, I'm giving it a shit. Sort of You're giving like, out a um, lot of shits. Especially yeah, on the just... toilet with that spider. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a web of shit. Um, they was just basically, I don't, I mean, I'm only saying it's shit because she just sort of looks a bit like Dame Edna, like a bad Dame Edna, when nobody had done that. So another missed opportunity. So I'm just irritated by the whole episode, hence the low score. I think someone should have done Dame Edna. And actually, Maxie would have been a good one to do it. So perfect, perfect. That's oh. a missed opportunity. Um, what... This is the shit I am giving out. Oh, um, I gave one to Coco, but I also gave one to Electra with because to me she looked like um, a to man in, a man in a wig. <laughs> she is a man in a wig. I know, but <laughs> but the whole <laughs> she looks like you know when if me or you go into a shop that has wigs and as a joke put one on for a well, second. Are, are you are you are you taking the five finger discount or just a normal shop? You know when you go to B and M and steal a wig. <laughs> she, <that's, laughs> <laughs> that's what she looks like she doesn't look like a drag queen she looks like a fucking bloke in a wig and it just clomping yeah, down the runway and yeah. I know <laughs> we sh- I know we shaded Rosé for that but Rosé has a masculine face and d- does the best with what she's got although mm. does sometimes wear a boxy outfit but Electra it just looks like she's plonked on a wig and just made her way down and I just yeah. think it looks bad <laughs> just slunk her way down the catwalk in a terrible wig and the dress wasn't very nice either it just no yeah it was it was it was poor and i Piss and poor. i think that i think that she should have been in the bottom too actually no you said that is it because you think the outfit should have weighed into the decision yeah because i mean yeah. the outfit clearly didn't weigh into the decision with art Oh, absolutely. I mean, if ever an outfit should have saved you from the bottom, it should have that been... That was it. That was it. It was a stellar outfit. So how she was in the bottom... I was... Oh, no, we're going to get there. So carry on. Sorry. Well, it's annoying because now we're not going to get to see all the other outfits she brought uh, because oh. she might put them on Instagram. But I mean, I want to see them on the fucking runway. And we've been robbed of that. Although, again, I do think she was the worst. So I can't be too mad. Um, what did you think of Karen from Finance's Great White Shark moment? Hit or shit? Um, I'm gonna say shit. I just think um, I I think the sparkly. That's it. Just it was very costumey. I'm sorry. It was it was that yeah. sort of thing you wear on Halloween. And I mean, on um, and because of that, I really do think she should have been in the bottom two this week as well. Actually, yeah, I thought a dolly was unforgivable, but I know what you mean about the great white shark. Until she took the hood down, and then then I liked it because it was a bit. Yeah, of, that like, was great. I loved that as well. But like it's not even in the same league as art's outfit no it's not it's just not 
Um, Scarlet, she came out as like the barrier reef and even had like a good message about the climate change and all that stuff. So I give this a hit, yeah. but I didn't love it as much as the judges because they were like gagging. Oh no, I loved it. I thought it was stunning. It was stunning. I love the colours, mm. but I mean, mm. it also like looked from certain angles, it, it was only meant to be seen from the front really, wasn't it? From any other side, it looked <laughs> quite like weird. Um, <laughs> yes. So this this is the first time ever I remember RuPaul just not even acting as if he's deciding who's won. He just went, any two you won, hands down. No one else was in contention. And it was no, like... that's what I mean. Like, Ru hated the Snatch Game. He hated it. She hated like, it, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was um, a real disappointment. There was a few clues. First of all, you know, saying that Jojo was the winner because she wasn't there. Then yeah. saying you were the winner hands down. And then and then making making six of them stay back and say they're all up for elimination because they... He was, I think he was just gutted by the fact that it just wasn't good. And Rue said, it was an interesting Snatch Game, let's put it that way. And that, yeah, exactly. Anything oh called interesting is never good. It's like when someone no. says, do you like my outfit? It's interesting. That's, that's shade. Um, did you like my performance in that? Did you like my performance? <laughs> you, do you like my podcast? It's, it's interesting. <laughs> I actually don't think it is interesting. Um, <laughs> I think it's deadly dull. <laughs> so, and then, because usually you get a top three, but instead... Anita wins and then Keita and et cetera, et cetera, are just told they're safe. So they're not even complimented on their performance. Mm. And then we get like six people in the bottom um, and they all get read for filth. And it was weird because I still don't think any of them bombed as hard as the normal kind of bombs we get on Snatch Game. But they were all a bit iffy. So I, I get it. Um, I think that the judges were a little bit harsh. Do you, or do you think no, it's quite I fair? Don't, no, I think I agree with all of them. And the thing is, it's like... Of all the, of all the aspects that Rue would expect from Aussie queens and Kiwi queens, is comedy. Do you know what I mean? Is like, is the crudeness. Yeah. It's that. It's what you would expect from the British queens as well. And like, and like, you can be, for, you could for, forgive a pageant queen for not being very good at it. So the fact that they are all basically supposedly comedy queens, and then them all to do like a like a really mediocre. Or, or less than job is like it's like it's I think expectations were high this is why my score is so low because my expectations were so high for Kylie for Snatch for all of it well and speaking of Minogue's um, back in the workroom they now get the message from Danny and I was like at first I was like weird you should probably lead with Danny and then have Kylie at the end but then I realised Danny's actually engaging with them she will talk to these bitches so it kind I of know, made... I don't understand and we had all these stories that you were the one that told me that she was in New Zealand for a couple of weeks or that she... was, it, was that you or Kylie I'm losing yeah Kylie today. was Kylie yeah, was exactly. yeah exactly so I so does that mean she's that's it for her or she's she's in it later on or like I just oh. I don't know I really want to know maybe it was a fake rumour but um, I will say Danny looked amazing. She looked really good. Oh, she looked she looked gorgeous. And as well, I have to say they do they do love her in Australia. They do love her. Like they love both the Minogues. But I think um, they I think they like they see Kylie as you know a bit more British. But they see Danny as a proper proper good Aussie. And it is nice to. I mean, she tries to shoehorn her hit into it. No, ah! she, <laughs> She has some hits. Okay. This is shit. <laughs> well, and, um, I love no, Put the does, Needle on it. It's one of my favourite songs. But, so. but that whole album is actually really good. Neon Nights. It's a great yeah. album. And in fact, that was uh, that was out when I when I lived in Australia, and it was um, no, it wasn't actually. What we're we talking about? That was Fever. Um, but it was um, they yeah, were around the same time. I think. Yeah, it's a fantastic yeah. album, and um, I don't know why she just stopped making musical together. But there we go. Yeah, well, I think she was always doing well in the dance with the gays, the mm. dance clubs and stuff. But I don't think her music was crossing over anymore. And I guess it must be really hard when you're always compared to a more famous sibling. But uh, what is your favourite Danny song? Uh, my favourite Danny song is... Maybe I Begin to Wonder. I quite like that. Yeah, that's probably a biggest hit as well as... Um... Who do you love now? Who do you love now? We sing different songs and we slag anybody off that sings normally. So um, we're, just, we're just full of hypocrisy today. <laughs> we're hungry, hungry hip- hypocrites as always. Um, <laughs> Maxi, Karen, Electra, and Scarlet are safe after being read. And we find out the bottom two is Coco and Art, which I'm fine with because I think they were both justified. 
Um, although it's a shame what ends up happening. And it's a shame that the the song is I'm That Bitch because it's quite hard to turn it out to a RuPaul song because it's like, mm. they're not, it's not that famous or iconic a song. And still no well, Aussie song. Why not Kylie well, or Danny this week? You could have had Danny. You could have had I Begin to Wonder as the lip sync song. Yeah, but what I want to say is, first of all, like if I was art, I would even be considering doing a fucking Ginny Lemon and walking mm. off because she should have because she should have won last week um, and this week again. She's I don't know. She seems to be just getting a fucking raw deal, um, and and it's like like this is such this. This, this, they should have used that. They should have used an Aussie song. They should have used a fucking Kylie or a Danny song, and then they, and they didn't. I mean, the lip sync was good because they they knew the words, but um, I don't think they would have gotten rid of the only other queen of color on the second week. So um, I don't think like like art didn't really have a choice. But I do think Coco won the lip sync. I mean, neither of them. Yeah, I mean, she was great. Slayed yeah. it, but they. I thought Coco was just more watchable. Um, Full and- of sass. And then it was really sad when Coco won because Art, it was a shock to the audience to see her go in episode two, but it was clearly a shock to her. And it was like, I haven't seen... And the queens! It's it's very rare you see a queen really break down like that. We saw it with Rock'em Sokra on season 12 and with Valentina famously in season nine. But usually they keep quite composed. But Art fell apart. She looked so heartbroken. And then she had to try and say a funny line, I've lost, but I still have my hymen. But it was like, when you're crying, it doesn't really... <laughs> you, can't really you can't really dish out the sass when you're actually in tears. So, um, but then I just... Oh, and then the best moment of the... It's one of my favourite moments in Drag Race history, actually. When the I producer agree. says... When the producer says, well, at least you got here. That, that means nothing! nothing. <laughs> Oh my god! And then she says, "I will never be able to live this down ever." It's so dramatic. It's so camp. I love it. Oh yeah, it is. I mean, that should guarantee her a place in in you know RuPaul in her history. I mean, she's got to come back for All Stars or International or something because we have not seen the last of her because she's a brilliant queen. The looks have been incredible, and uh, and like and. If, <laughs> and as exits go, that was fucking intense. I know, and if this was not season one, I would think, oh, maybe she'll come back halfway through the season. But because it's low budge and it's lockdown and stuff, I really feel like there won't be That's any it. returning no, she, queens. No, she won't come back. No, I don't think yeah, so. which is such a shame because I really do feel like she has so much more to give and I think the mm. season's going to be weaker for not having her in it. Same as I said I'll about n- Ginny Lemon. <laughs> yeah, I'll never live this down. Ever! That means nothing! <laughs> it reminded me of pheromones. You don't love me, um, or um, or or death becomes her when they when they try and offer her offer her some sort of procedure, and she goes, makeup does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I only watched that recently for the first time, and I love it. Obviously, because why wouldn't I? Um, next week, I think we've got a musical. Was it musical I'm next just, week? Yes, it is. But I'm just um, honestly, my hold on for. Drag Race Down Under has taken a severe battering and not in a good way. I'm very limp uh, right now. Well, we'll get you and hard again next week, Chicken. Go well, hard or I'm go just, homo. I'm just disappointed. Um, it's a four out of ten for me. I'm so gutted by the fact that Art's gone. I mean, she was my favourite and... Oh, I don't know. And just just all all of it, the, the, the ruination of Kylie, the just everything, the, the rubbish snatch game. I'm just... It, that next week better be fucking good. I mean, the the best thing about this week has been this podcast. I mean, it usually is the best thing. But <laughs> this week there was no contest. Hands down, as RuPaul would say. Mm. Um, Hands down my pants. But we hope that you guys enjoyed it. Um, and if you were angry about the Drag Race episode, we hope that this episode made up for it. And that you join us again next week for episode three. Let's click it Yay. out. And go join the Patreon. <laughs>